And so one thing we've encouraged our sellers to do is lean in. We don't want to be the, you know, the person that they come to in the good times. So they can also come to us in the bad times. You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a B2B podcast that brings you the juiciest insights from go-to-market leaders and practitioners. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm today's host, Joe Delamere, and I'm super excited to talk to Udom Reddy on enabling sellers with the winning edge. Udom is currently the Global Vice President of Sales Enablement and Strategy at Rackspace Technology. Additionally, he chairs global deal governance for large transactions and leads the bid and proposals team. Prior to joining Rackspace in 2020, he has held leadership roles at Disco, Doublehorn, Accurant, CenturyLink, and Dell, and started his career at IBM as an industrial engineer. Udom holds an MBA from Duke's Foucault School of Business and a BS in Industrial Engineering from New York University. Udom, I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, Sonny. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited. And I know our listeners are too, as kind of sales enablement in this new universe is a hot topic. So um, with that, if you're up for it, let's just jump right in. Absolutely. Let's do it. Perfect. So could you start off just kind of describing to our listeners your role within Rackspace today? Sure. You kind of read off my current title and my responsibilities, but uh, let me explain what it really means. Uh I have one big mission in the company, which is really to look after our thousand customer facing rackers that are sales and customer success facing customer facing roles in the company. And my job is to make them successful and by delivering high quality focused training and enablement to allow them to have more effective conversations with their customers. And then on the other side, in addition to the, the training aspects of my role, global deal governance entails really uh, looking at pressure testing, win strategy, close plans, executive alignment on the biggest transactions to minimize risk and ensure you know a high win probability on those deals. And then as a supporting cast, I've got a small bits and proposals team that as well supports, uh, again, delivering high, high quality proposals, bid responses, collateral to customers to support sales. Awesome. So, so wearing a lot of hats, but very important hats at that. You know, I, a lot of our listeners are curious, and I think as we go on, it's, it's no surprise that the pandemic really had a, you know, it's a changing force around the landscape of how people interact with each other and really, you know, around that digital connectivity instead of having those person-to-person interactions. And so we're curious about what are your views on that and how Rackspace has been able to adapt to this kind of new future in which we're living. We've been living with COVID as everyone else on the planet for two years now, and it's really dramatically changed how we engage with customers especially with remote work and uh, offices, offices being closed, not only on our side, but as well as the customer. Um, we have to get a lot more creative around engaging live over the phone, over Zoom, you know, over chat, over social media. It's really changed, um, you know, finding a, a proper substitute in, and making sure that meeting the customer where they are in terms of how they want to communicate with us and how do they want to connect with us uh, in the absence of a face-to-face meeting that you would have normally had. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you see there are key ways or ways that you've you know separated yourselves as a vendor and retraining folks that have you know transitioned from quote unquote pounding the pavement to now having to do you know their kind of sales go to market and really customer facing exposure through digital mechanism? Oh, absolutely. One of the first things we did uh, because I hired into Rackspace at the peak of COVID and uh, we literally took our entire sales onboarding, our sales academy globally. We took it remote, 100% remote intentionally. 
And so part of it was just training our folks to deliver and get trained up on how to sell at Rackspace remotely versus, you know, three weeks of boot camp at the headquarters, which is what they would have traditionally done. And uh, in addition, we augmented a lot of our curriculum to uh, not only train them up on the proper use of LinkedIn, tools like LinkedIn Navigator, using the proper B2B social media to connect with customers, as well as prospecting tools and identifying uh, how to engage on social media was is actually a course we added. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's, it's something that we see the prevalence of more and more, right? Being able to sell socially and get out of, you know, simple mechanisms of email and, and cold calls, but being able to use all the tools at, um, you know, one's disposal and really to have those kind of meaningful interactions at every step of, of someone's journey. And so outside of, you know, LinkedIn and maybe some of the other social tools, are there any kind of technologies or tools that you recommend or that you've given to your reps so that they can be more efficient and really understanding where to meet folks in their own journey? Yes. It's like uh, in terms of uh, tools, you know, uh, there's a variety of uh, prospecting tools out there. And uh, in our case, it's like, uh, you know, we use a lot of firmographic data from a lot of sources of, uh, and we try, what we try to do is put it directly into Salesforce so that you have enriched contact quality right at your fingertips as you're engaging customers. And so Got not necessarily necessary tools, but enriching the information so they, they know who to talk to and where to find and how to navigate the various, you know, you may or may not know who the, who the customer and customer person contact may be, but there's lots of ways of finding out who that could be. Absolutely. So really making sure that your sales reps are enabled in the tools and kind of, you know, strategies and the ways they're already living. And I think that kind of ties into, you know, the next question that I think is a lot of, you know, top of mind for folks is, is really striking that balance of enabling reps and making sure they're up to date on the product and the market and different updates around, you know, Rackspace or company in general, but at the same time, not overburdening them with kind of too much saturation of information. So what are your thoughts on kind of being able to strike that balance and find that perfect fit? You know, great question. One thing that we've evolved to is, you know, two years ago, we spent a lot of time on onboarding new reps to the company and customer success. Uh, and this year, we actually pivoted much more to what I call everboarding, which is really the ongoing ongoing enablement of these records that are already here. How do I ramp them, be productive, and drip feed them a constant set of enablement training tools, you know, throughout the month, throughout the quarter? But we try to make it very, very focused. We try to keep them intentionally brief. And uh, so the weekly sales academy does a standing uh, global call that all sellers uh, are expected to attend on Monday mornings. And they are on topics of a new offer that came out or a new capability that came out or, a, you know, those kind of things. So we try to give them a drift feed on a weekly basis on our yeah. enablement around the new stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it really sounds like it's bite-sized and digestible and, and really actionable instead of kind of overloading folks with everything in one go. Correct. Yeah, so they're not spending weeks and weeks in training after onboarding, but we, we realized there was a missing link on we we do a you know a high calorie diet of three weeks of pretty intensive training. First week is very instructional. Week two, week three is much more applied exercises, uh, building a proposal, building a quote, navigating you know more the doing of how to do a deal at Rackspace and making sure you can apply all the training we've given you toward actually using the tools. And but beyond that, once you're on board, it doesn't mean you're necessarily proficient or expert. You may still be uncomfortable. Maybe the first time you quote something is, you know, five months after you've hired, right? And then what we're trying to do is just do that continuous drip feed of ongoing, just to make sure that people are being successful at the 90 day mark, at the 180 day mark, you know, throughout their first year anniversary and beyond, including uh, tenured drivers. 
Absolutely. And so it makes it sound like, um, you know, there's kind of importance in maybe having on-demand learning paths as well if they ever need to go revisit. Is that something you guys are leaning into? Absolutely. We, uh, one of the things I, I partner ourselves, we, we use a platform called MindTickle and uh, I, I, I affectionately call it our Netflix library for the company. And what I'm finding is the beauty of it is uh, with a learning management system is you can track usage, proficiency. You can see how they tested on a on the uh, assessment at the end of a module. You can see how many people have taken it. You can see your team. Uh, but the beauty of it is it's like uh, it's on demand. So three in the morning, you can't sleep and you want to learn about private cloud. You can go onto our platform and watch on demand uh, an on demand video and take an assessment just to make sure you've. You, you have got the key points of what that offer is about. That's amazing. And, you know, it really sounds like, you know, Rackspace and, and your team specifically really kind of stepped up to meet the proverbial challenge that was, you know, navigating the digital first kind of COVID driven reality in which we're all living. And I think to switch gears a little bit, but also, you know, similarly in vain is that a lot of organizations we speak with today are figuring out how to best from a sales enablement and sales productivity standpoint kind of stay afloat in the current economic downturn. So I'm curious if you have thoughts about, you know, how you and your organization are just at a macro level or, you know, kind of best practices for doing that. No, another, another interesting question is like uh, economic downturns can actually be a windfall for technology companies like Rackspace as, as customers are having challenges with budgets and resources, having a reliable provider, a, a solution provider like Rackspace to come to is an advantage and so one thing we've encouraged our sellers to do is lean in. We don't want to be the, you know, the person that they come to in the good times. So they can also come to us in the bad times, like what we're trying to see is, you know, this, uh, this early stages of an economic downturn on a global basis. And our customers are everywhere. That's when they need the most help, not the least amount of help. So we're actually leaning in, especially with customers. Uh, they don't have necessarily have the resources or the expertise to do uh, deploy, support, design cloud architectures like we do. And so this is actually kind of an, it, it's actually our business hasn't taken a downturn because of the economic downturn. It's actually the demand and leads and opportunities are actually picking up. That is a, it's really a refreshing take to hear, you know, the, the optimism in your voice and in your statement there, but also really, you know, leaning in and finding the opportunity and the challenge there. I think that's an awesome way to, to think about it. Well, great. Udom, I'm curious, you know, our, our followers always like to walk out of listening to these podcasts with you know, tangibles, right? Whether it's like a book or a blog, a newsletter, a website or videos that you might want to recommend our listeners, um, you know, double click into to be able to learn more about sales, kind of go to market sales strategy, anything of that nature. No, absolutely. A couple that come to mind. I'm an avid reader. I read a lot of fiction, nonfiction, a lot of business stuff. Uh, my favorite author, uh, I'll give you two. Uh, Dan Pink, is one of my favorite authors. Uh, and one book I recommend every seller and sales manager to, to read would be To Sell as Human. And then he had a supplemental second book called Drive. It's around, you know, really, really insightful in terms of being authentic in front of your customer and engaging your customer. Uh, he's a former Wall Street Journal reporter, huge fan. Um, the other one, the second one I would recommend is Tim Ferriss, his book, Tools of Titans. And that's another, it's a very big book, but it's very digestible because it's snippets and real life examples and stories from a bunch of different titans of the industry, former, you know, CEOs, founders, what was, what was their journey and, and how do they, you know, what's their management philosophy and how do they go to market? It's on a variety of topics. So it's, it's almost, I would consider tools of titans. 
it was recommended to me by my CEO. Um, it's almost like a, an anthology. It's a bunch of short stories from very interesting people. Amazing. Those are awesome recommendations. I actually jotted them down just now to make sure they're added to my Amazon card here shortly. <laughs> and I guess, uh, you know, really kind of on that same vein, you know, you mentioned Dan Pink and Tim Ferriss, but are there any other, you know, kind of folks that would be worth a follow on something like LinkedIn or, you know, in some digital channel that might be inspirational by way of, you know, the B2B selling space? Yes. Three people kind of come to mind that have been very inspirational to me personally. Uh, one is a friend and mentor, uh, Walter Rogers. He's the president and CEO of Baker Communications. Uh, he's a serial entrepreneur. He's always on the move. Um, amazing speaker, amazing mentor, sounding board. I, you know, he and I bounce ideas off of each other all the time on our own. And it's like, uh, he's an amazing person to connect with. And I think your, your, your followers would love hearing from him. Uh, another person that I've met more recently that I found very interesting is a, is an, New York Times bestselling author, Brian Souza. And uh, he and I just had our introductory call about a couple of weeks ago, and I'm already doing a follow-up call because he wants to discuss his new book. And uh, he writes around, you know, around selling and coaching. His emphasis is really on coaching. And uh, I found him fascinating to listen to, to a point that we're already, we're already booking our follow-up discussion with him. But he's someone else you can find on LinkedIn. And then lastly, another mentor and role model to me was uh, one of my old bosses, uh, the founder and CEO, Mark Friedman. He is right currently the chairman of Advantage, but at the time he was the CEO and founder of Accruent, a company that I worked at that was a uh, SaaS company. Amazing visionary. He thinks big, extreme. He's one of those few rare CEO founder types that can look at strategy and vision, but get down to the details of execution. And I found him... I learned a ton from him in my time working for him. Amazing. Thank you for those recommendations. I know our listeners and, you know, even myself will be keen to give those guys a follow. And in case other folks have questions, you know, from the insightful stuff that we've chatted through today, is there a good way for people to be able to get in touch with you? Of course. Happy to talk shop around this kind of stuff all day long. I'm very passionate about it. Uh, anyone can find me on LinkedIn. It's I'm open for connections. It's like a, that's how Brian Souza actually found me was on LinkedIn. Um, he and I didn't were not acquainted like I know the other two, and uh, kind of reached out and asked for input and feedback around his book that he was writing, and gave me a pre-read, and and we've been that's how we got connected. Perfect. Well, I'm sure the follows will be coming in uh, here shortly, and you know that's really all I had for the questions here. I really enjoyed having you on the podcast today, Udom, and I really appreciate you spending the time to come on the show. Yeah. No. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is smarter GTM for B2B brands to help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demand Base TV.